And it is uh, just like me to forget something very important as we began this morning, and that is uh, Happy Mother's Day to all who are uh, here with us today. Uh, lots of moms. Uh, obviously, we have lots of children in our parish community, uh, so it's important to thank you and uh, certainly to honor you on this day. Um, and so I don't have to do this as an announcement at the end of Mass. Uh, we are having a blessing for those women uh, who are with child uh, and about uh, to deliver over the next few months uh, in the day chapel uh, uh, after Mass this morning. So please do join us for that. And those of you who may not be expecting who would like to join us, uh, do that as well. Although you might become pregnant, so you might uh, be careful with that. Uh. You know, I have... Uh, I have uh, coached soccer for, well, 24 years now, uh, high school soccer, boys, uh, varsity. Uh, before that, I played in high school, uh, played a, a little bit uh, before that as well. When I was growing up, soccer wasn't all that popular. Um, but one of the things that I have found over the years is that uh, the more successful teams that I have been with, have been where the boys have, um, well, they've done a few things that are, that are very important in their coming together as a team. And not all teams do this. Sometimes, you know, the coach has to sort of try to make it happen, and when, when that's the, the workings of things, it usually doesn't. But I have found that the, the youngsters who take it upon themselves uh, to do what is necessary to prepare for a season and to get through the season are the ones who come together as the best teams and go the, the farthest, uh, you know, with regards to tournaments and et cetera. And, you know, they're the kids who, uh, you know, here in the state of Ohio, in most states, I think, probably across the country, uh, uh, high school coaches are not really allowed to, we have specific periods of time in the summer when you're allowed to work with the boys, and most of the time you're not, and we're not even allowed to talk to them. So when those young men take it upon themselves to, you know, get up every morning at 5 o'clock and go running uh, or to go to the weight room and do what they know they need to do. Uh, when they work on, um, you know, the, 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 the specifics of uh, their position, etc., on their own, and as they're doing this, they come together as friends, those teams are always far more successful than what otherwise happens. And I can tell you that, you know, in 24 years, there have only been a few of those teams. And, and the best teams are, are those where those young men come to actually, and, and you can see it, they, they, they've come to, uh, to love one another. They've come, you know, they play to honor one another. They play to, uh, um, you know, working it out, not trying to be the star, but uh, making sure that the entire team effort happens. And then you win, you know, it, it, it's a pretty amazing thing. But you have to put yourself into it. You have to make that happen. No one can, you know, force that on you or try to make you do it. Uh, it as I said, it just doesn't work. And it's similar for us in the Christian community. You know, if you, if you look at all of the Catholic parishes that you may have experienced over your life, uh, there's a difference in the way they, they happen. There's a difference in the way, you know, they operate. There's a difference in the way they, well, evangelize. And today in our readings 
before the ascension. We hear that, you know, Jesus rises into the sky. And at first, the apostles are like, okay, well, now what do we do? And what becomes the focus of the community, the early community of, of Christians, and, and we hear it, we hear Paul talking about this often, too often people, they were getting focused on when is Jesus coming back? And that's all they were worried about. And when they worried about that, nothing was happening. So it was a matter, and, and this story that we hear in Acts is purposefully written to get them to go do, not to worry, not to be thinking about what is coming, but do what is necessary to be ready when he comes, you know, to go out and baptize all nations. Don't hold it to yourself, but share this faith of ours. And again, when you, you think about all of the parish communities where you have been involved, the ones that seem to do that work well are the ones where the, the members of the team have come together in such a way as to uh, fall deeply in love with one another. And out of that love then, want to share it. Want to go out there and invite others into the company. And that is what we are called to do. I believe as I listen and I, I watch and I, you know, I, I see our church getting a little more full all the time, that many of you are doing that. You know, by, by the example in your neighborhoods or your, your workplace or by your direct invitation to people, you know, you've experienced something here that is of the love of God. And hopefully it has, you know, it has made your heart swell so large that, you know, you want to go out and share that. And, and, and that was the charge to those disciples who were looking up into the sky. And the angels are, go do this. He told you what to do. He showed you how to do it. Now go and be his presence in the world. And that is something that we are all charged with, that we are all responsible for. You know, of uh, being like a team who just naturally understands what is important uh, to make us uh, a loving presence and a, a, a working group that draw others' attention and that bring others within. And we are all, each and every one of us, charged with that. In the season of Easter is a time to be reminded of the sacraments of initiation. And uh, it is thus important that we be sprinkled every week with uh, water reminding us of what first brought us into this community. We celebrate, uh, of course, uh, last, not this past Friday, but the Friday before the Sacrament of Confirmation, uh, that deepening of the presence of the Holy Spirit, that if our hearts and our minds are open to it, can, can do great things for us, and not just individually, but again as a communion of people. And our youngsters, of course, last week and uh, this week uh, at our 11 o'clock today and 4.30 yesterday, uh, they will be receiving First Communion, uh, the sacrament that strengthens us, that 
gives us courage to go out and uh, do what we're called to do. So, you know, in small ways and big ways, share your faith. You know, honor, honor what, what God is asking us to do. You, as adults, have been fully initiated. And now, go out there and do what we're supposed to do. You, know, you love deeply in your families. You're, you're passing it on to your youngsters. Um, many of you coach the men and women here. Uh, you know, help those boys and girls that you are around and helping them to develop uh, physically, but help them to develop spiritually as well. And, and very importantly, invite your neighbors to meet Jesus Christ and to meet him here. Uh, to, to find and to see who he is for them in their lives. You see that here. I see that here. Help others to do the same. Uh, it was a little tiny band of individuals who saw Jesus ascend in eye. And look what has happened as a result of that. Billions of people later, Good things happen, and thank God, because I cannot imagine a world that would not have a Christian presence in it. Maybe the world would no longer exist. So we have a role. We have a place to play. We have something very important to do. So please, go out. Don't be looking around, but go out and do it.